Welcome to CME on ReachMD. This episode is part of our Minute CME curriculum. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements, as well as the learning objectives. Hi, I'm Rob Mentz, a heart failure cardiologist at Duke University. Now, on behalf of the Transform HF investigators and participants, thank you for the opportunity to share the primary trial results for torsamide comparison with furosemide for management of heart failure. By way of background, loop diuretics are routinely used to manage congestion in patients with heart failure. Furosemide is the most commonly used loop diuretic. However, the loop diuretic torsamide may offer advantages over furosemide. It has more consistent oral bioavailability and a longer duration of action. Studies have demonstrated anti-aldosterone and antifibrotic effects that are not seen with furosemide. And prior observational studies have suggested potential outcome benefits with torsamide. However, without a robust randomized clinical trial, it is unknown whether torsamide improves clinical outcomes compared with furosemide. Therefore, we designed and executed the Transform HF Pragmatic Comparative Effectiveness Trial with the primary objective of comparing the treatment strategy of torsamide versus furosemide on long-term clinical outcomes in patients with heart failure. We focused on the recruitment of patients hospitalized with heart failure and had broad eligibility criteria that included patients regardless of ejection fraction, as long as there was a long-term plan for a loop diuretic. We recruited at 60 U.S. sites and included one-to-one randomization to a diuretic strategy of torsamide or furosemide. This was executed in an open-label fashion where both the patients and the clinicians knew which diuretic the patient was on. Dosing was per the routine clinician, and participants continued with routine clinical follow-up with no in-person study-specific visits. And the trial follow-up was centralized by the DCRI call center with follow-up at 30 days, 6 months, and 12 months, and further supported by the National Death Index. The primary endpoint was all-cause mortality, with the primary hypothesis that torsamide reduces mortality by 20%. The trial was event-driven, targeting 721 death events for 85% power. Additional secondary endpoints are included here and included a composite with all-cause hospitalizations as well as total hospitalizations. In total, we began recruitment in 2018 and recruited through the spring of this year, 2022. In total, we recruited 2,859 participants. The two groups were well-balanced, a mean age of 65 years, 37% women, and 34% self-identified black individuals. With regard to heart failure characteristics, approximately 30% had newly diagnosed heart failure. And for ejection fraction, a majority had heart failure with reduced ejection fraction, approximately two-thirds. Baseline NT-PRO BNP was 4,000 picograms per milliliter, and about 30% had ischemic etiology. Other baseline characteristics are noted here and included a systolic blood pressure of approximately 119 millimeters of mercury, a BMI of 32, and an estimated glomerular filtration rate around 60. We'll now present the primary endpoint of all-cause mortality over a median follow-up of 17.4 months. There was a very high event rate in the furosemide arm, 374 events, or 26.2%, with 17 per 100 patient years. In the torsamide group, there was a similarly high event rate, 17 per 100 patient years, with 373 events, or 26.1%, giving a hazard ratio of 
that was not significant. Overall, a neutral primary endpoint demonstrating no benefit from torsamide as compared with furosemide. This was consistent across all pre-specified subgroups. For the secondary endpoint of all-cause mortality or all-cause hospitalization at 12 months, as similarly to the primary endpoint, a very high event rate in the furosemide group, 704 events, 49.3%, 107.6 per 100 patient years. And in the torsamide group, 677 events, 47.3%, 99.2 per 100 patient years, giving a hazard ratio of 0.92 that was not statistically significant. And for our last clinical endpoint of total hospitalizations, in the furosemide group, there were 987 hospitalizations among 577 participants. And in the torsemide group, there were 940 hospitalizations among 536 participants, giving a rate ratio of 0.94 that was not statistically significant. There were a number of important insights that were learned related to the pragmatic trial design features the broad eligibility criteria and streamlined study protocol embedded within routine care supported the inclusion of diverse participants with 37% women and 34% self-identified black individuals, much higher than many recent heart failure trials. Pragmatic elements lowered traditional barriers for patient and site participation and supported robust recruitment even during the COVID pandemic. We identified opportunities to further enhance patient adherence and engagement at follow-up in the setting of a decentralized trial. And in this context, this real-world comparative effectiveness study provides results that are generalizable to routine clinical practice. In conclusion, a strategy of torsamide had similar effectiveness compared with a strategy of furosemide for the clinical outcomes of mortality and hospitalization in patients hospitalized with heart failure. Clinical time should therefore be spent focusing on appropriate diuretic dosing and prioritizing guideline-directed medical therapy, initiation, and titration. Importantly, insights from this pragmatic trial design and execution inform future studies aiming to assess real-world comparative effectiveness. Thank you so much for the opportunity to present these results, and thank you to our investigators, our sponsor, our DSMB, and importantly, our participants. Thank you. You've been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is jointly provided by Global Learning Collaborative, GLC, and Total CME Incorporated, and is part of our Minute CME curriculum. To receive your free CME credit or to download this activity, go to reachmd.com CME. Thank you for listening.